welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Seriously, how can people renew their efforts to kill someone? It's surprising, but before we go into that, let's say a word of prayer. Our Father and our God, we say thank you for the opportunity to be able to meet here with you this day. We are grateful, we are thankful because you always fellowship with us. Lord, if there's anything that we our prayers, we ask that you please forgive us in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask that you would make yourself known to us in your word today and that you would lead us exactly where you want us to go. This is a journey that we are choosing to go on with you, Lord. So in the next few minutes, Lord, we pray that you would lead our minds individually to where exactly you would like us to go. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So today we are learning from the book of John chapter 10, verse 31 to 42. And it's it's quite interesting because, as I said earlier, how can people want like they are renewing their efforts to stone somebody i'm using the csb version of the bible on the U version app and the title of that portion you know there are some bibles that give titles to different sections of verses so the way they titled it was renewed efforts to stone jesus and that was the first thing that stood out to me it means that when you do god's will to people will renew their efforts to stone you yes not everything will be beautiful and rosy sometimes people will renew their efforts to stone you let's go into the text so i read from verse 31 to 42 again the jews picked up rocks to stone him jesus replied i have shown you many good works from the father for which of these works are you stoning me we aren't stoning you for a good work the jews answered but for blasphemy because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Isn't it written in your law? I said you are gods. If he called those to whom the word of God came gods, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say you are blaspheming to the one the Father set apart and sent into the world because I said I am the Son of God? If I am not doing my father's works, don't believe me. But if I am doing them and you don't believe me, believe the works. This way you will know and understand that my father is in me and I in my father. Then they were trying to seize him again, but he escaped their grasp. So he departed again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing earlier and he remained there. Many came to him and said, John never did a sign, but everything John said about this man was true, and many believed in him there. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So we see quite a number of interesting things in the text, of which I would like to point them out one by one, and then I would like to end at the part that shocked me the most. The part where Jesus said that you are God. Really? <laughs> Is it not surprising you too? 
Jesus is saying you are God but wait before we come there that is where we would end our lesson our podcast for today so let's go and discuss other things first so we see that the Jews picked up stones again and they wanted to stone Jesus and Jesus had to ask them okay 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 you want to stone me okay but which of the good works that I have done do you want to stone me for probably maybe you want to stone me for raising the lame or for curing the blind or for some other good works or for sparing a woman that should not die like which of the good works that i have done do you want to stone me for and they were like no 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 we are not stoning you for any good works we are stoning you because you have equated yourself to god you are a man how can you be saying that how can you be saying all of these things that god is your father and all of these things that you are saying you are a man this is why i want to stone you because you have committed blasphemy and anybody that commits blasphemy according to our law must be stoned and jesus now brought out an interesting thing and he said didn't the scriptures say ye are gods and we know that the scripture cannot be broken so if the scripture told those people that heard it back then that they were gods how much more now you must note this we must note this how much more the one that the father sent into the world and set apart so jesus is not just another prophet that came jesus is not just one of those old testament people that came no 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 jesus is the son of god by whom we get to God. He is the gate. Remember that he has been saying this thing. The Bible says the same thing over and over again in different ways. Jesus is saying here again that how can you be saying that the one that the Father has set apart is blaspheming by saying that I am the child of God. Jesus is the gate by which we get to God. If you don't pass through Jesus, then you have not you are not you have not started at all. You have not started so all of us that we have come to christ we have come through this shepherd through this gate jesus he says in his word he says that i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so jesus is saying here again too that i am the way how can you say that the one that the father has set apart is blaspheming okay so very quickly before i come back to the part where jesus said you are gods and to try to expand on what that could have meant let's go to verse 40 and 41 there's something interesting that happened there he says that so he departed again across the jordan to the place where john had been baptizing earlier and he remained there many came to him and said john never did a sign but everything john said about this man was true and many believed in him there so we see that john had preached for years about the person that was coming and finally you know in the earlier part of the book of john john said oh behold the lamb of god that takes away the sins of the world and people saw that okay this is the person that john has been talking about and these people here could testify that john in himself never did a sign however this person that he testified about did everything that john said that he would do everything every single thing and many people came to believe in him there this 
is emphasizing a point that we have been making throughout our study and on this podcast over and over again. The end of every sign is that people must believe in Christ. The end of every sign is that people must believe in Christ. So if the end to the sign that we have in our lives is just for our own glory or for our own self, then we should question those things. We should actually put a pin in them and say, why is this not giving glory to God? So for instance, I have a first class and my first class is not giving glory to God. Why? Why? For instance, I got healed and my healing is not giving glory to God. Why? No matter how how terrible our situation was and how big of a miracle it was, the miracle must point to Jesus. And this is something that we must note. It's one of the things that I learned personally in that text. Now let's go back to the part that said that you are gods. You are gods. Jesus was actually quoting from another place in the Bible. He was quoting from the book of Psalms chapter 82 verse 6. So I'm going to read that Psalm chapter 82 verse 6, the full verse. It says that, I said, you are gods. You are all sons of the Most High. Then verse 7 goes on to say, however, you will die like humans and fall like any other ruler. So when I saw this, I began to ask myself, what exactly is the context? What does the Bible mean when it says that we are gods? Is it that, oh, we don't need God anymore? Or what exactly is the Bible saying? Then I remember that, you know that the Bible usually said that God is the God of gods and Lord of lords. Do you remember? Yes. So, we are in the image of God and we know that the law of procreation, basically, like giving birth, let me put it like that, says that whatever a species gives birth to must be of the same species. So, let me give you an instance. You cannot be a goat and give birth to a dog. It's not possible. You cannot be a human being and give birth to a chicken or lay eggs. It's not possible. I don't think that is possible. You cannot be an eagle and then give birth to an human being. Nope, nope, nope. That's not possible. Same thing. God has children. So when we say God has children, what do you think God gives birth to? Exactly. God's. Not gods that can stand on their own and create universes of their own too now, no. But gods as in we are in the image of Christ. And it prompted me. Because sometimes when we talk about this text, we tend to take it as, Oh, ye are gods. Eh, ye are gods. You have power, you have this, you have authority, you have anointing. And all of that is true. Honestly, all of that is true. There is a power dimension. There is the dimension of the grace of God that gives us the ability to be able to do even greater works than Jesus did according to scripture. So if Jesus raised the dead, you can raise the dead too. That is what the Bible says. If Jesus healed the sick, you can heal the sick too. Not in your own name, but in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father. You can lay hands on the sick and they will get well. So now, what is the other dimension to this text? And it forced me to read the old 
chapter where that particular statement was made initially so we would read together now we'll read psalm chapter 82 verse 1 to the end so let's let's go the title by the way of the chapter is a plea for righteous judgment a psalm of asaph that's according to my bible so verse 1 says god stands in the divine assembly he pronounces judgment among the gods how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked provide justice for the needy and the fatherless uphold the rights of the oppressed and destitute rescue the poor and needy save them from the power of wickedness they do not know or understand they wander in darkness all the foundations of the earth are shaken I said you are gods you are all sons of the most high however you will die like humans and fall like any other ruler rise up God judge the earth for all the nations belong to you and that is the end of the text something that made me realize is that the psalmist here was actually crying for the judges to judge fairly if i may put it like that to be truthful to have righteousness in their judgments they should stop siding the wicked and letting the poor go to prison that kind of thing and it made me realize that this text talks more about character and being in the image of god you know as god is a righteous person so also we must be righteous as god is holy so also we must be holy so it gave me a reorientation of this text to understand that it is not just in power that we must look like god but we must look like god in character usually we look like god first in character before power starts to come because power comes and heightens what we are on the inside so if we do not have the character of god then power coming will only heighten the ineffectiveness and the things that we do not have that is why many people fall so when the bible says when jesus says that you are gods it's a whole package but that whole package contains the character of god in fact where it was first referenced in the bible in this psalms 86 is talking about a call to righteousness and basically a call to behaving in the character and image of god in our interactions with other people so i want to challenge you today you are basically a god and what that means is not that you can now declare another government apart from the government of our father no 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 it's just like how anything that an ambassador of nigeria to the united states does is basically like it's the president of nigeria that is doing it that's the same way you are not independent of the kingdom that you serve which is the kingdom of heaven now what i want to ask is that have you developed the character of heaven have you developed the character of god are you loving are you kind are you patient do you have self-control are you faithful 
are you meek? How, how is your character in comparison with the character of God? And Jesus helps us to understand that He will help us. We have that help in Christ. So that's, that's our lesson for today. That's our study for today. Let's say a word of prayer. Dear Father, we say thank you for how you have helped us, for what you have taught us. Lord, we are grateful and we are thankful. We say let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Dear God, please help us to form your character inside us. Let your character begin to emanate from us. Let your light begin to shine from us, Lord. We say thank you for our star prayers. Lord, we ask that the ability to be able to meditate on this text even more that you would grant unto us in Jesus' name. Thank you, dear Father. Thank you, dear Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast. Please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcast. Also, please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too. Till we meet again, keep seeking, keep searching, keep meditating on God's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.